This message has been endorsed by Peter Street. And Electronic Arts. You're listening to Blue Yonder with your hosts, Jim Jones, Drunk Like Monks, Peter Streets, and introducing Aaron Hubbard. Oh yeah, we're drunk as skunks. Anyway, uh, what is the story about? Read it to me. Yeah, right. just announced the next step of its Project $10 initiative, one that's likely to affect a lot of people or people much more deeply than the allure of some extra DLC. Starting with Tiger Woods PGA Tour 11 out June 8th, EA Sports games for PS3 and Xbox 360 will include a title-specific online pass that enables access to online services, features, and bonus content. If the code has already been redeemed, i.e. you bought the game used, additional online passes will be available for, you guessed it, $10. Each game will include a seven-day free trial. The online services under the online pass vary by game, but an EA rep told us that they can include basic online multiplayer, which is where they get you, as well as group league features, roster playbook updates, which is again where they fucking get you, downloads of user-created content, and tournament support. We'd think GameStop would be most upset about this plan, given that it's basically the destination for trade-ins of last year's sports games towards the new new model. The CEO, Dan DiMatteo, offers a cheerful quote in the announcement. GameStop is excited to partner with such a forward-thinking publisher as Electronic Arts, D'Amato said. This relationship allows us to capitalize on our investments to market and sell downloadable content online as well as through our network of stores worldwide. What the fuck is he smoking? Yeah, This so, is ripping out the guts of what they're trying to do. Yeah, so basically EA is charging $10 for used games to be played online. Yeah. Essentially Which is what it comes wrecks down the to. model because, like, I, I was talking to Jim. Like, if you go right now and look at Madden 2010, it's retailing at GameStop for about forty-five dollars. The mm-hmm. second at twelve oh one on July eleventh <laughs> or whenever Madden 2011 comes out, mm. that same game will retail for about twenty bucks. Oh, because, yeah, you'd be lucky to get a dollar in trade-in for it. Oh, yeah, because nobody wants to play 2010 because every, especially sports games, number one, you want to have the new roster and you want to play online and everybody has the new game. So they're basically, um, you know, how, how are they going to justify selling this online game for $45 when you have to pay $10 to, to actually play it at home? If you want to play it the way most people play it, um, and a brand new, you can buy it for sixty bucks. Yeah, I think that's bullshit. Um, the fact is, like, I think you were going what, where you were going with that is that it almost makes it like buying a used game is like buying a new game because yeah. not only yeah. do you have to pay the used price, but now you have to pay ten dollars on top of that just so you can unlock the reason you're buying it, which is the online, you know functionality on top of that now like i'm so glad listening to this that i don't own a 360 because let's say for example <laughs> i was into sports games which yeah not but let's say i was and i have a 360 and i have my little chintzy headset and i have my xbox live well let's say um this could be a fucking visa gold commercial you know like monthly internet bill sixty dollars you know, Xbox, Xbox Live. Live subscription. $50. You know, $50. You know, uh, playing an EA sports game, priceless. 
You know what? The, I mean, God, not only am I paying, like, I'm paying Peter, Paul, and all the saints just to be able to get online and play a fucking game. Well, right? totally. it's, it's, it's what pisses me off, because I do play sports games on occasion. I am particularly fond of uh, football, Matt and John Madden football. Um, is that how do they justify this? Because it's like, well, you know, they're using online content. That's cost service. But bullshit. It's not like now there's two people mm-hmm. siphoning your services, asshole. Yeah. There's one disc. It's built into the cost of the original game because it, they give it away for free. They expect the person with that disc to be playing the game. Which is true when you're talking consoles. I yeah. just – I can't for the life of me see how they can morally justify this. And it's doing nothing but discouraging the sale of used games. Yeah, and that's why arbit- I'm like – Arbitrary added cost, like you said, it's arbitrary. It's just like yeah. they. It's a. It's like EA Sports came out with an announcement today that said the next Madden game will be a um, will retail at eighty dollars instead of seventy dollars. And, and what's a really just crime? Because. What's a real crime about the EA stuff, especially the Madden and the Tiger Woods? Are they in particular are these franchises where they only make real revolutionary advances in that game? Better five to six years. Every other year, you're paying sixty goddamn dollars for a roster update. That's it, because yeah. I want to play with the 2011 Colts roster. I don't want to play with the 2010 Colts roster. So you're paying for basically an Excel spreadsheet with the current list of players for all your the NFL teams. Well, and not only that, Aaron, print, it's, it's like, like they're printing their own money. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're getting great ideas from our Federal Reserve that actually does print. Our own money, their own money, but like when it comes to this concept too, is like if you're just the end user and your product is suddenly the old news, and you know 2011 sports game is now out, and you're on Xbox Live. Part of the big deal about that is the community, and if there's not a huge pool of players then you're missing out on the experience that you're paying everybody for. You know, your ISP, you're paying uh, oh, Microsoft, totally. you're paying EA, and even if you buy it used, now you're paying EA again. And not only is it like an additional cost added to the price of the game, but it's a cost that is going to be over and over again. Let's say you pay the extra $10, you buy the used game, you play it online, you get sick of it, you take it back to the same GameStop, they buy it back from you for a dollar, and then they sell it again, and then the next schmuck has to pay another ten dollars to unlock the function. Mm-hmm. So it's like a perpetual money-making machine, just like you said. And it does not give it gives me it gives me the buyer, the end user, absolutely nothing. I gain zero. I don't even gain a virtual product for this. No, you're, oh, yeah, you're basically yeah. getting ripped off another ten dollars. And the ridiculous thing is, they also claim that this can be used. Um, to limit access to downloadable content. So if you want to pay to buy DLC, you first have to pay a $10 fee just to get access to the DLC. Yeah. You have to pay to pay them. Yeah. It's It's almost like when you go go to King's Island and it's like, God damn, $59. That seems like a steep for an amusement park. But okay, I guess I'll go. And then they charge you $20 to park in their lot. And then they charge you $7 to drink a medium-sized Diet Coke. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like it's, going to Gen Con. You have to pay to get the ticket to get into uh, the place, and then you got to pay for each event ticket. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You yes. want you want our DLC in the form of panels? Well, you got to pay for event tickets. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so it's a greed. <laughs> it's unmitigated greed, and I wonder when people are going to. Because the other thing about Madden, 
that like I love Madden by hate Madden. Madden the man. Be, well, I love John Madden. He's like, but I'm talking about Madden football. There used to be top locked into Madden. What's so funny about Madden football, by the way, is John Madden has nothing to do with it. Absolutely, whatever. His voice yeah. isn't even in it anymore. <laughs> That's true. Um, I think he did. <laughs> no, he's not dead. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, we're getting off. We're getting off topic here. Um, I can't even remember what the hell I was going to say. The thing about Madden is there used to be competition. You know, there used to be various other yeah, like football franchises. And what what EA yeah. did is they brokered an exclusive deal, like a ten year deal, where the NFL would only license mm-hmm. their players and teams to. John Madden football and everybody else could go fuck themselves. So no yeah. one can make an NFL football game except for John Madden. Is that true? That, that is, is absolutely true. Like that really happened. Yeah, so they like, own the rights to the NFL. See, I'm so out of the sports gaming like spheres that I, I I vaguely remember hearing something like that, but I like dismissed it. Like surely that can't be legal, and like laughed it off. Did it they do that? Like it's, it does seem like it's illegal. And yeah. like the other and franchise that um, I'm trying to think what the competition to. John Madden football was, was um, it 2K Sports. Yeah, 2K Sports, and, and they were arguably a better, better. product. Yeah. It arguably was a more fun better. game, and oh, yeah. they were reduced to doing stuff like coming up with the NFL legend, or they couldn't even call it the NFL Legends. It's the Football <laughs> Legends, where they yeah. they licensed retired character guys like Joe Montana and Jerry Rice, and tried to make like a throwback football game. And of course, nobody wants to play that. They want to play their team. So Fuck EA, that's what they I. Re- they really are. They're evil. Yeah, make no mistake. They are in it for the money. I and, think and EA is the enemy. That GameSpot or GameStop guys are actually praising this. Yeah, they're how spending this. Like how? How? This I mean, I understand that EA is a huge profit them. center for them because if you go oh, yeah. to their store, they make so much money on this. I mean, like that that copy of Madden you're seeing on the store shelves for like forty five dollars now mm. has been out a year after its release. Some of those things have probably been sold four and five times. They buy it from some dude for twenty bucks mm-hmm. at most, and then they put it on a shelf for forty five dollars, and somebody buys it. Yeah. yeah so maybe it's but like the, thing, the Stockholm syndrome. Well, <laughs> I, I think I guess the only thing I can think of is that I think what I read this guy is basically we're going to let EA see how much of this shit the gamers will swallow. <laughs> yeah. Because buckle up, boys. If this works gangbusters, we're going to have some kind of online content control program that we're going to start offering just to further rape our customers. See, and the sick thing about it is I think it's actually going to work. I don't think people are going to care or even know. I mean, soccer moms going in to buy Tiger Woods 2011 for little Johnny are not going to know that the $10 cheaper copy actually comes with an extra $10 fee, and they might as well buy it brand new. And and I'm a worse example because I know this. I hate it, but I'm going to buy Uh, Madden 2011. You're the problem. (laughs) They're the literal only game in town. If I want to play – if I had another choice, I would take it. Well, then, I mean, that, the other choice is abstinence, son. Yep, yep, Dude, yep. Like, I'm ab- got, all about boycotting the them. Sure them. They're the evil blood. fucking empire, man. They're the, guy, they're the empire from Star Wars. They are the people. enemy. Uh, I, I can't help Hey, I'm here's thinking. a suggestion, Aaron. Instead of shelling out your money, I know on the, the uh, website you were talking talking about me as a new line whore because I bought the (laughs) fucking non-special editions and you're talking about (laughs) this Lord of the Rings to be clear right and we're talking about something that I think is much worse and it's it's attacking 
Jones. It's equally bad. I'm going to say worse because I, 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 you're I'm doing more... it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because I get to stand on my pedestal and yeah. talk down to you. Which no. is cool. I like it. Yeah, it's time honored tradition. <laughs> well, worse, better, worse. It doesn't matter. Like, here's my suggestion to you. Instead of shelling out the money to this greedy corporation that's stifling everything we love about our favorite hobby, gaming, why don't you instead, you know, give them... No, just like Neo. I think you can give them a better offer. First, give them the finger. Yes, give them... Next, you don't give them your $10. You, You get your fucking phone call, and you call up this thing called Indie Gaming... It's independent gaming organization. And play yourself one of these freebie uh, independent project games that are out there and enjoy true creativity instead of choked, stifled, you know, boxed creativity. That's I, don't want, I don't want pure creativity. I want to do... I want to do a drop back pass with Peyton Manning and throw a beautiful rainbow to Reggie Wayne for a touchdown. Then do it on the old edition. (sighs) Go buy a Dreamcast and do it on Sega 2K4 or whatever. (laughs) Do it on a different... If I could customize the rosters, I just about would. I actually did that. Rosters? Huh? You're a roster whore? I have to play the current team. I can't, like, you know... Why? Win. Why do you have to play yeah, the why? current team? You guys why? aren't sports fans, so you don't know. That's true. But it's not as much fun when he's like, you know, uh, Ryan Dean, we let go. I don't want my him on my offensive line anymore. Because it breaks the kind of kind of sense of realism, I guess. <laughs> you know, so and then when you get through, you game got your you? rookies, and you got, oh, you, you got your team's rookies, and see how they perform, and... You but know, they perform the way the programmer sets their stat bar. I mean, it's not a, it's not real. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's just not as much fun when you don't have the current roster, and it's not a problem for like veteran players because they're usually still on there. Or if they if if you traded from another team, you can like rig the trades to make that happen. Which I've I, I've done this before, but it's it's the rookies that you miss out on. And like, if for example, if you had a rookie last year that they rated rather low, and he had a breakout like Pierre Garcon, for example, and uh, you know he should have he should be rated like an all star wide receiver this year. Last year he wasn't rated shit because he was a rookie that nobody knew about. Oh my god, is this a geek podcast or are we Sports Center? All hey, I will argue that football <laughs> is the geekiest sport to get into, and I will argue that you're. I will argue that you're full of shit. It's like a cross. It's an unholy cross between a real time strategy game cross. and an RPG, uh, and it's an just RPG. Yes. Well, so is. <laughs> Eating, I mean, just doesn't make it geeky. Uh, <laughs> Real time fan- strategy. Can I get this fan- from my fingers to my football, mouth? You throw in fancy football on top of that. It's it's awesome. But you know what? This should be a you know part what? of a my favorite station. Yes, and I was buying games and yeah. how that's changing. Yeah, well, like how how do we buy games? First of all, like Peter, do you buy like a whole bunch of new games? Do you buy used games? Do you buy retail? Do you buy Craigslist, eBay? What do you what are you doing? Oh, well, I've bought a lot of new games this year, and let me just kind of reflect on it a little bit. Um, I've I've purchased recently the God of War collection for PS3, um, Final Fantasy 13 for PS3, Metal Gear Solid 4 for PS3, um, 
I bought the new Super Mario Brothers for Wii and Mario Galaxy 2 for Wii. So I bought five games recently across two different platforms to play on my new 1080p UGS TV. So I bought every single one of them. at, And I, I hate admitting this because I don't like the store even. But I bought all of them at GameStop. You know what? I buy. I'll have to say that I buy. I, I don't like GameStop, honestly. I don't mind GameStop. I buy a lot of games at GameStop, and I buy a lot of used games at GameStop. And like when I, I buy about three new titles, like new new titles a year, and I coordinate amongst my our friends. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna buy Uncharted. You buy Batman. And, you know, we save the individual purchases where we don't kind of timeshare for stuff like, you know, uh, Modern Warfare 2. You know, sometimes I have a strong online component. We'll kind of go our own route. But, like, last year, last year we shared amongst ourselves, like, Batman 2 and Uncharted 2 and, you know... Babies. (laughs) uh, Assassin's Creed. Basically, the AAA titles that are single-player... We kind of divvy up and uh, you know share the load, so we're only paying about twenty bucks a piece. So you're buying some new ones there. Do you buy uh, a lot of used I, ones? I, oh, I oh buy, you said you do buy. A lot I of do used. buy a lot of used. My my you sweet spot is when a game like a AAA game mm-hmm. um, hits the twenty dollar mark, I'll snatch that shit up yep, and yep, give yep. it a, give it a whirl. And that's, that's roughly where I am. Although I'm more of a collector type, um, so I'm always looking like on eBay and Craigslist and like uh, digit pre- digital press, which are like game trading forums and stuff. Um, so I'm buying my games, mostly retro games. I don't buy a whole lot of current-gen stuff. I did when I had a 360. But even then, I bought just used games from people directly. And the other place I buy games a lot is off Steam and off oh, other yeah. services like Greenhouse Games. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, downloadable content is pretty awesome. I've, I've purchased, actually, also in the last year, some Steam content. They have crazy good sales. Yeah, they uh, have they have great deals. And like Mass Effect, ten dollars this weekend. <laughs> right. Well, anytime bought, a game hits uh, two fifty, I'm buying it. Yeah, <laughs> five dollars. I'm probably buying it if it's decent. I bought off there. And um, yeah, Steam's a great place to get some content. But I was going to say, when it comes to my content, usually it's at the local GameStop. But I will look for. Um, if it is used, I, I do take advantage of that just to save a few bucks, and I usually trade in, and I usually wait until you know something goes on greatest hits. What's funny about GameStop is you cannot buy a new game there. Like if I'm buying <laughs> yeah. new games, I usually buy them at like Walmart or Best Buy because it just irks me. I go in to pay full retail price for a game at GameStop, and some monkey has opened the game, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. take taking the disc it. out, taking the manual the out. And you know, popped its cherry and thrown it back on, on on the shelf. Like, what man could love you now? And see, this this actually comes into play with the EA code because now people can walk into a GameStop, grab a brand spanking new copy of the game off the shelf, open it up, and look at the code and or, memorize it and write it down and use it at home. Or shithead uh, GameStop employees. Exactly. I guarantee. I guarantee that's going to happen. So you have no way of knowing if that brand, quote, a quote unquote, brand new copy you buy at GameStop that's been opened is actually going to work online once you get home or if you're going to have to pay another $10 on top of the brand new price. Yeah, but it's a, it's on, a the other hand, on the other hand, GameStop has a lot of awesome things like, 
you know, you, you join up with their Gamer's Edge. It's like ten dollars a year, and you get arguably one of the better piece, uh, gaming magazines. Oh, uh, you don't like Game Informer? <laughs> game Informer game magazine. So balls. much bullshit. I like. I like. It's basically one big ad. Thank you very much. That's y'all. not true. At that, all. that is totally that is not true. fucking true at all. You You're haven't, you haven't read it in the last year. I guarantee. You. <laughs> um, anyway. But for, so for ten bucks plus, you also get like ten, fifteen percent off. I sound like a game fucking stop ad. But they also have really cool. Like last year, they had this deal where if you bought any of the AAA titles that were out that summer, you could exchange that, and for like ten dollars more, you could you turn it in for ten dollars more trade up to any of the other AAA titles. And Jim was telling me that he got this deal where if you pl- you can return something no questions asked within seven days. Uh-huh. For four they, also, they also have this free game. It sounds like you've played it where. If you put it in your machine, you start liking their store a lot more, and it like <laughs> teaches you. It like trains your mind to. It's to, heroin like, hero GameStop trainer. <laughs> it's called Chase the Dragon, and um, basically you just uh, you're almost there. <laughs> you have to you have to stop at every Starbucks, Walmart, and GameStop. And, and every I'm saying that like I'm like okay, GameStop is like the this. The, the oh, hold on, hold on, listeners. I have I, to go bow down to my EA idol. <laughs> I'll be I know. right back. Look, I don't see. It's like I know what they're about. I don't see what's the harm of using them for what they are, which is the. <laughs> we cool. cannot wield it. It only <laughs> calls to one master. <laughs> and uh, he does not share power. Does not say that you bought six new, new quote unquote games from GameStop. No, I'm not even that stupid. on it. I don't feel right about it. The reason why I don't like GameStop is because it's a big corporate monster. Where is the competition? Like EA, for example, they're trying to be a big monopoly. They're trying to stomp out the little guy, and they're doing a damn good job of it. GameStop is the same way. I think they're doing the they're doing the same thing. I know everybody's in the game to win it, but when you have just this, there's a viable local alternative: disc replay. Disc replay? Where's one of those? I don't they're know. Like, Washington. There's well, they're all over the place. They, they are all over the place, but that's one that I know. But of. The, 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 the closest one to me is on East Washington. East, actually, any, every place there's a comic carnival. There's usually a disc replay right down the street. <laughs> yeah. I know that's the truth in Greenwood. I know it's the truth on, on East Washington. Why but like that's a local place. It's 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 basically like GameStop only locally owned, and everything's ten percent off, and they, they give you ten percent more for the stuff you trade in. But I mean, GameStop's making its inroads because you used to have a lot more competition. Like well, I know, like. Game like crazy Hollywood videos is shutting down. Yeah, the game yeah, crazy. But the thing is, is, this is all cyclical. I mean, and the other thing is, I kind of feel sorry for GameStop because they are all these stores are going to have their ass handed to them by the internet. It's just a matter of how much bandwidth it's going to take to get there. Yeah, that's true. So you're saying that all the the stores and shopping malls we see will t- turn into just factory space for shipping shit. Well, I mean, you're still going to have to, like, things like... It'll be a series of tubes. I already see that, too. Like, these... I I was at REI, which (laughs) is this really upscale outdoor hiking place um, where you can... Anything, any outdoor equipment, like snowboard, ski, high-end stuff, you can go and look at. It's at the store. I'm seeing these shitbags going in there and trying stuff on, writing down the exact numbers, and and they're going to go home and and get it online for 20% cheaper. (laughs) To me, that ain't right. Okay, um, but for stuff that's just content, it's just basically ideas that are pressed on little plastic discs. Yeah. It's already I haven't I haven't gone to a Blockbuster or a fucking Red Redbox for years <laughs> because I have Netflix and I have Netflix even better Netflix streaming. Yeah, and it's like 
if if every game was able to be downloaded from Steam, like if I could download PS3 games like I could, I wouldn't ever go to GameStop either. See, the interesting thing is... Once or imagine you- if you could just rent it from the website. Is that what you were going to say, Jim? Uh, no, no, no. I was actually going to say that once you get to that point, the control, like the massive amount of control that they have over your games is kind of disturbing to me. Because like True. when I think about something like Steam, I'm thinking... What happens if Steam goes under? What happens if Steam is bought out and it turns to shit and they close it down? I've spent probably $1,000 on games that I expect to be able to play forever, but that may not be the case. And, like, my response is if that ever happened, I'd basically flip in the finger and go online and get all the cracks for those games. But you're right. I mean, the, the most people, you know, that, that don't know that or not plugged into that environment would probably be fucked. And I would, like, because most of my games I haven't really, I don't, you know, as I go from a computer to computer, I own lots of games, but I don't download and install them. Uh So, you know, I might be screwed on some of the older games. But it's like, you know, Val, the original Counter-Strike, I can play that today. Yeah. Without anybody's permission or anything. Same with, uh, like, the original StarCraft. StarCraft 2 will be, by definition, have less longevity than the original StarCraft. Why is that? Well, because the the new StarCraft, you cannot play on a LAN without an internet connection. You have to connect to their Battle.net servers. Oh, and yeah. you can't run local-only co- servers. And, you know, it what sucks for it LAN parties, the- and it sucks for people that want to play a game that, you know, they've enjoyed for years and years and years, and there's there's no technical reason why they can't. It's just the company's like, oh, this is... Same, was, wasn't, yeah. half, wasn't Halo 2 just decommissioned? Yeah, like yeah. Multiplayer well, Halo not, 2? Not just Halo 2, but the entire Xbox Live, the original Xbox Live service was. So, like, really? think of those guys that, like, were playing all these multiplayer games, and because Microsoft decided, yeah, we're not, there's not enough money in this anymore, we're shutting you off. Yeah. You know what I have to say to those guys? Oh, no. I've already been in the trenches, guys. And I'm here to tell you, I felt your pain, and I felt that pain hard when they shut down the Fantasy Star online server. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty intense because I had put in, you know, hundred, you know, hundreds of hours, you know, hundred plus hours actually, into this character and the service and built up a bunch of unique qualities about my character there and you know, now I can't access that guy and he's gone forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they'll someday shut down World of Warcraft. How do you feel about that? Uh, hopefully I'm able to cash in and sell my account before that day. <laughs> <laughs> might want to start doing that. But it is outrageous. Start doing it now. That, now, they have a huge expansion coming out, and there's oh, okay. a million players. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to turn off, like, you know, 120 mil a month, like no a kidding. light switch. No, they're actually making money on that. But, I mean, the and old days play. of, like, games like Doom and Quake that had these really community-based systems. I mean, I remember how you had to get a second-party free download program to uh, from, from GameSpy, of all people, to actually uh, find servers to play on for the original Quake because it didn't come with, like, a server browser. <laughs> and, like, all the stuff that came up and spawned from the community, that stuff is getting rarer and rarer. Hey, and consoles are kind of killing it, too. I want to ask you a question. What's up? And, and you might have just touched on the answer by saying consoles are killing it too. 
But I want to know, like, what's your opinion? Like, because all this internet-based functionality that's incorporated in these new games is a lot more elaborate and, and by, by and large, a lot, lot better. Like, if you just want to sit in your apartment or your home or house, wherever, and log into your favorite online game and find a server to play on, you're probably going to have an easy, convenient time doing so. However, the, the local features that support a tight-knit land-based community are disappearing completely. Uh, just vanishing from everything from first-person shooters to RTS, just like, well, like user user-created content. Where Why are the user-created maps? Well, for one thing, how the fuck are you going to run a map editor on your PS3? Well, and you the know. other thing is, like, for and, and if you have a computer that you can design or have an, run an SDK on, how are you going to push it to everybody that you know worldwide? Uh-huh. Because they control the distribution content, Sony and Microsoft. So, I mean, that's what's killing it, the fact that, you know, a game like Counter-Strike, like, if someone wanted to take, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, someone wanted to take Half-Life 2 and make a Left 4 Dead or a Counter-Strike, they couldn't do it if these games only came out on Xbox and PS3, because they wouldn't have the SDK, and even if they did, they wouldn't have any means of distributing the, the content. It's all official. So you're yeah, right, you I'm have not- a much more robust, generic experience but the kind of interesting things like Gary's Mod and Half-Life or Counter-Strike and Natural Selection and all these things that grow up organically around the game because they provide these tools and abilities for the users to do their own servers and do their own content is completely disappearing. And I know there are some um, companies that are bucking that trend, like I believe Bethesda. Um, in their and, releases, they they release their entire developing kit and um, Valve too. But yeah. as PC gaming is being choked out, and it's not—I mm-hmm. mean, everyone's saying PC is going to be dead for years and years and years. I still think there'll always be a niche, but it's definitely smaller. I mean, the statistics, the sales trends, all that stuff is going smaller, and everything's moving to consoles. And I'm even—I'm a dyed-in-the-wool PC gamer. I sat out generations of consoles. And happily played on my on, on on the PC, but ever since I've gotten this high def TV in the PS3, <laughs> it's very hard to go sit up in my office chair in front of my 20 inch LCD panel when I could be sitting on my couch in my comfortable den playing on my 50 inch plasma. Damn, I never thought I'd hear you say that. <laughs> I, it's it's shocking to me, and I even frustrated because it's like, God damn, I wish I had a mouse and keyboard. Yeah. But everybody else I'm playing with is, is handicapped too, so it's it's a level playing field. Like a re- retard fight. You know? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a monkey, it's like a monkey knife fight in international waters. I don't, I don't need to hone my skill. Everybody else is never to toe. <laughs> Jesus, what has become of our fucking hobby? I, I just don't understand. It's like as soon as I moved into PC, like I kind of, you know, admired you, Aaron, growing up because... You and my my cousin Ace Jace were always doing this crazy stuff with the this thing called a computer. While I was sitting in my room flying around a stupid fighter plane and like Warhawk for PlayStation, and I couldn't you know tweak that game experience, and I couldn't design levels, and I couldn't take my PlayStation over to somebody's house and hook it in and play with a dozen people all sharing this cool experience. I couldn't do shit. And, like, by the time I catch up and finally get a nice computer, you know, about a 
you know, a goddamn decade ago now, I I like happened to break in on the PC scene during the Just decline. Just getting out, yeah. Well, and everybody because... else, it's like, what happened? Like, you know, I thought I'd the, arrive, but I'm by myself. That's what's so sad, uh, Peter, is because you are definitely the least colorblind, and you're the most... That's why I'm so sad for you that you haven't gone to a PAX yet, because you, among all of our <laughs> us friends, would love it the most. Yeah, I agree. Because you have that ability to just cut free and geek out. And <laughs> if you had been a child of the 90s on the computer and the early, yeah. two, and the early aughts, you, it would have been a transformative experience to you. I mean, <laughs> I oh, wow. Yeah, who so, knows? I don't even have a job. I mean, anyway, yeah, is, I, I wanted to bring it back around to what the overall topic of this podcast should be, or or was going to be. Um, basically, the the EA thing we've talked about it. What do you think that's going to do to specifically your habits uh, in game buying, and also like general game habits? Um, well, since I'm very outraged by it, but going to hold my nose and buy the game anyway, <laughs> I predict that. Uh, the frat boys and high schoolers and casual gamers are going to give two shits less about it, and mm-hmm. it's going to be some like after the fact outrage. I think that e- that GameStop will probably charge five bucks less than they did for used copies. Of that. But I don't think it's going to change anything. I think everything's going towards online distribution, and we are just going to have to figure this shit out. I mean, sometimes we always imagine a dystopian future where like it gets worse and worse and worse, but we're seeing some things like where Apple. It's like you know what, fuck the RM. We're gonna we're gonna we're now yeah. gonna release for the same price tracks that are higher quality without DRM. And if you bought the DRM versions, you can upgrade to the the free ones for twenty cents a song. That's pretty cool. And I think Valve, if they thought, I mean, the thing is, it's Valve is cool. But if they were going to go out of business or pl- unplug a servers, I do believe that they would give a universal unlock code. Sure, and they've said as much. Gabe has said that. If that happens, they will unlock the games for everyone. However, they may not have a choice. Yeah, they, like we said, they, it's like if they actually got bought out in bankruptcy proceedings, yeah. the company buying them can say, whoa, 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 motherfuckers, this is <laughs> our intellectual property now. Yeah. But the thing is, is just every time you see a situation like that and Microsoft being heavy-handed about the old Xbox Live, um, you also have the instance where Apple basically is saying, you know what? We can still make money at this by being open and free. So I think that because that is more buyer friendly that things will go that way because again i understand this is something else we got to talk about piracy i understand that you have to have a barrier of entry to piracy to keep people from just copying and giving away because if you make it that easy to copy and give away everyone will but sure. once you do that like small little software trick that makes it somewhat difficult to copy and illegal any, by the way anything any legal <laughs> anything you go beyond that is wasting your fucking time because these 60 16 year olds that are running around with five thousand dollar copies of adobe's um what is it cs yeah yeah uh creative suite guess what they're not going to buy your software (laughs) they can't buy your software what they do when they graduate college and getting into design they might force their company to buy your software Uh but a 16 year old kid is not going to buy a five thousand dollar piece of software he's not going to buy the 99 dollar light version that you're pushing out either and he's not going to buy all the games you play and and i think we talked about this a little bit adobe actually counts on that they don't uh don't go after pirates for using adobe products 
because they know that eventually in the future it's going to come back around to help them. Look at how many of these games use this crazy invasive DRM, digital rights management. Like Spore. Spore was bad. I think Mass Effect 2 was was bad, and Assassin's Creed 2 was pretty – was was known to be pretty bad too. But any – and the thing is is these things are all cracked zero day anyway. Yeah. So it's like the people that are going to pirate your software are going to pirate it anyway – uh, make it hard, make it make it to where it's not. I can if you if you want to make it to where you can't just pop in a game in the Windows PC and push copy. Fine, all right. So keep a guy like me honest. But the thing is, the other thing, I was the biggest pirate in the world when during this BBS days that I've talked about before. We used to have uh, computer parties, which basically consisted oh. of a couple people bringing over computers and stacks and stacks and stacks of floppies. And copying games and software all freaking day long. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we just hoard it all up. That's but the thing cool. is, I was 14 and I didn't have the money I mean, to buy well. these things. I'm 33 years yep. old. I'm the director of IT for a company. I have money. I buy games now because it's not worth my time pirating this stuff. Yeah, I, I've always been a big proponent of buying the things you enjoy and don't buy the, don't buy the things you don't enjoy. Like I firmly believe that everyone will go out, buy stupid shit, like downloadable content that changes the pants color of their character in the new 007 game. Uh, just there, dumb there's, stuff. There is one need. of those? Yeah, oh yeah, I have it. <laughs> uh, 007 uh, doesn't wear pants. He doesn't. <laughs> Look it up, it's a fact. Uh, um, but people are going to go out and buy this anyway, and, and the companies are going to see that they can get away with it, and they're going to continue to do it. Like, I'm a firm believer in if you object to something, don't buy into it. Yeah, same here. I mean, it's not going to change unless you be the change you want to see in the world. I and the only the only it. vote they understand is the dollar, so vote with that. Yeah, absolutely. That's your slice of power, man. Yep. Don't just give your power away. You know, make it work for you. And there are exceptions, Speak like our it. friend Cheek Pirate. He is an adult. He has got money. He pirates everything under sun. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not like I, to me. I don't think that's ethical. But I'm not going to hate him for it. But another thing they realize is people – those kind of people, the same people that like blatantly cheat at taxes and stuff, they're going to do it in, no matter what you do. Um, what you need to do as a company is market to the decent people and trust that you're going to make enough money at the end of the day to stay profitable. Mm-hmm. Here's another aspect that I've talked with Jim about in the past is how if you as a consumer of a product are out there like an ass cheek and you pirate things you'd even – you know, pirate things that are even like maybe close to your heart that you would buy, but for some reason you just decided to pirate. I've done that before, and yeah. when I did it, I didn't really want to play the thing or listen to it as much. Like if I spent my actual money on something, mm-hmm. it actually meant more to me, and I ended up like devouring the media completely <laughs> because I was like, hey, you know, I owe it to myself to actually play this damn game because I, you know, spent so many hours working at, you know, Target or whatever it was back in the day. I'm, I'm to, pretty sure CDs are a good source of protein, by the way. <laughs> so devouring them is totally fine. Yeah. Well, and, and I've had uh, the opposite back. experience. In the, in, <laughs> during my big pirating heyday, I can remember two specific examples where I played X-Wing, mm-hmm. and I that weekend, me and Ace Jays both went out and bought the damn game because we're like man we want them to make another one and sure enough they came out of TIE Fighter which is even better same thing with Star Control I played that game and I went out and bought it the next day because 
it is so freaking awesome. And sure enough, thinking about Star Control 2, I think piracy can sometimes spur purchases. I know I it can that. also. That's true. Like I said, if, if there's a there's a balance in that because mankind is a fallen creature. If you make it dead simple for them to steal something from you and there's no accountability, by God, we'll do it. But if you make that bar just a little bit higher, you know, you don't have to you don't have to go crazy and fucking format their sector zero of the hard drive and make the thing phone home to mama every 30 seconds with the person's social security number and send an anal raping robot to their house to verify rectal tissue Ooh, i may install. start buying ea games yeah yeah which game is this you're talking about <laughs> you how do i get is that ten dollars because i never mind yeah you don't have to do that to make consumers i mean when you make your customer the enemy you will lose every time yeah and not like the ivan Iron Man 2 sense of the word lose, lose like your company will go out of business. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> what? I just kicked your ass. <laughs> and you also rigged timers on the droids that went off after 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might have just wanted to have them blow up instead of flashing lights. <laughs> and beeping sounds. And a gun shoots a bang flag out of it. <laughs> oh, why did I pick the wrong umbrella? So I guess it's the the big question is do you think the future is going to be more like Apple or do you think it's going to be more like Microsoft? And honestly, I don't know, but I think that the internet and you know, I mean they're they're doing crazy stuff. I was just talking to people at work where Google is rolling out gigabit ethernet connections in select cities. And my own internet service provider is a rural telecom that's rolled out fiber to every freaking house in these cornfields. And I was talking to one of their reps, and he says that they're ready to go for 50 gigabit per second connection to each household if they wanted it. No Honestly, way. I'm I'm a pretty retro-biased gamer. I don't play a whole lot of new games. Yeah, um, I here. play a lot of retro stuff. So I actually have this dystopian vision of the future of gaming where everything is housed on a remote server and you're basically getting a live stream of the video and you have no control over when, where, what you can do with this game. That's, That's a good horrible. point. Like, like, if I want, I can buy an NES right now and get a copy of RC Pro-Am and play it. And there is absolutely no one who can stop you. Except Why maybe is that dystopian, Jim? That sounds awesome. But in, in twenty in twenty years from now, in twenty years from now, you will I guarantee you will not be able to play Halo Three. You will not be able to play Starcraft no. Two. No, no, no. Uh-uh. You will I not be able to know what those are. That's bullshit. I mean, I, I, yeah, I disagree. I mean, people know what marathon is so they're still going to know what halo is well like i said i just dropped star i just dropped star control 2 which i play to this day and it's current urquan masters incarnation i mean i guess your only hope is emulators at that point but if they're all locked behind these paywalls that well, that won't yeah. even help you yeah and i you just can be don't understand off. like i'm confused a little bit you guys have, you have thrown me for a loop I really don't get what's so bad about the vision of the future Jim just described. I mean, that's not dystopia at all. I want my media completely locked down. I don't want to touch any of it. I want it given to me only with every dollar I inject into a machine. And as soon as I stop feeding it money, I want it. I want the picture to go black. So you want an old school arcade? You you want you want the old Divix format only yes. everywhere? And, and I I want it without the community. I, what's wrong with this? <laughs> Why can't I have it? This is the famous Peter Street sins of irony. Yes. 
yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's up in the air. I, I think that again, the consumer usually wins because we have the money. So that's kind of my where my faith lies. I think it's going to be more like Valve, more like Apple, less like Microsoft and Sony. I don't know. With entertainment, it's tough because I think the product is a pretty powerful draw. And you get people hyped on a game, and you have ultimate control to who has access to that game. And people are going to bow to your whims somewhat. But the other thing is, 20 years from now, what, what kind, with virtual computer technology, who's to say that someone won't able be able to emulate Halo 2 and reverse engineer the multiplayer server component? Oh, I'm sure they that will. In a bundle I mean, people where are... they both play in a little virtual machine, so it's like you've got the server and you got the thing. Yeah, people are playing WoW on independent servers right now. Yeah, I mean, it certainly can be the done. Experience sucks ass. Like, I still think that. <laughs> yeah, again, it does. But, but I still think that the customer can eventually be can, can win every one of these battles, just because. Like you said yesterday, Jim, if you can see something and you can hear something, <laughs> you can for damn sure steal it when it's come time to content. Yeah, but and here's like, the thing: and, and here, computers, if you can process the bits, if your system is processing these bits, you can for damn sure copy them and subvert them. If it's communicating over the internet, but, but with a game, you can only copy what you see. So you're whatever you don't see in the game, you're not getting. You're not getting the whole game. So like you're not going to be able to download it. You're just going to be essentially watching a movie if you record what. You're going to have some like, fat, hairy guy mimic your button presses. And you're going to watch the re- response time over a monitor. I think you're slightly <laughs> overestimating. It'll be like a cyborg. And again, and the thing is, it's like if you can if you can see bits flow over a network, you can you can reverse engineer and copy them. In fact, people reverse the hell engineer the hell out of BattleNet, and the only way that they stop like the BNet D project is suing them into oblivion. You know, <laughs> Which, twenty yeah. years from now, sure will happen. You'll have abandoned like you know World of Warcraft will be abandonware. Oh, yeah. and no one will give a shit, and it'll be free. So, like I said, this stuff just tends to work itself out. And that's yeah, without companies like John Carmack. He gives away, every single time a new version of their engine comes out, he gives away the previous con- version and uh, engine and content. And you got, um, you know, again, companies like Valve and Apple doing that as well, too. Open sourcing stuff, giving, you know, selling the games for two bucks on Steam. Um, maybe, I, maybe it will work itself out. I'm just saying, as someone who plays a lot of retro games, there is nothing that compares to popping a cart into a system and playing it. Yes. Right then, right there, no one mm. can tell you you can't. Right. Yeah, it's there, There's nothing that compares to that, and we're certainly not headed in that direction. We're headed in the exact opposite. But, I mean, it's just, I can't think of any other time, any other part. And I will yeah. add to that that I agree that, you know, there could be a renaissance with more freedom and things like Jim describes, and I agree with Aaron when he suggests it, but that's with the the buyer actually using his dollar to to actually speak to the power. And, you know, if you're going to go ahead and submit to everything, even if you agree with nothing, like, for example, EA, just because you want rosters, you know, I, I say then then you're assuring us the dystopia by polluting your power and, and going ahead and giving it away freely. Yeah, let James Bond go pantless. Away. No, I think because I think these companies these companies eventually will over overreach and wind themselves up with antitrust investigations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like this this thing, like NFL is getting shot down left and right. They just lost a major course case in Supreme Court arguing that they weren't a monopoly in a certain particular way, and I think that they're going to take a long hard look and say, now wait a second, 
you just basically granted your I mean this is the thing where the NFL entered into an exclusive licensing agreement with John Madden football and EA and to a greater extent the Reebok thing that they're in trouble for now about their exclusive clothing deal it is classic what antitrust legislation was designed to prevent which is collusion and restriction of competition and economic freedom and eventually well, when they do this shit it, well. <laughs> what no i mean that's why i said it's just, it's it's just, it's cyclical companies overreach they get smacked back it goes back more to freedom they get they 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 forget the lessons and they're just like human beings everything swings back and forth you gain weight you lose weight you work out you get lazy you make money you lose your job it's very everything's an ebb and flow and we're right now and you know towards the big brother end of this of, of the uh, pendulum swing but it'll come back and be more towards the hippie uh, hippie end of things just you wait it's already I mean, starting you're to talking a to a guy that remembers scene. the days where you know computer games started coming with these fucking crazy ass manuals where you had to look up uh, every single time you played the game it'd be like look at page uh-huh. 26 paragraph 3 first word what is the letter enter it here you know how annoying it was to get out your goddamn game manual every single time and, and answer a quiz before <laughs> you want to play a game or spin a wheel around to match up all these shapes or get this piece of red plastic and lay it over and read the, the, the magic uh, drink more Ovaltine code it was annoying <laughs> as hell and we all complained about it and they co- stopped doing it because they realized it wasn't cost effective and it was customer unfriendly so it's like yeah. This stuff, I mean, it's it, it it swings back and forth, and I just I just think that uh, you know, as the technology is changing, they're just trying to see how far they can push us, and they'll rigor figure out the limits, and the pirates will do their part, and we'll eventually come to some kind of you know like the at the end of the Matrix where nobody's really happy with the way things are, but we've come to a compromise an uneasy understanding. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I I hate that ending, but yeah. I don't it's, it's see it to being other way. Yeah, unfortunately. I just hope it gets out of the uh, dystopian phase, you know, so- sooner rather than later. And I hope you learn to love Big Brother because <laughs> he loves you. <laughs> have a glass of vi- have a glass of Victory Gin, readers. <laughs> yep. Yes, We've always go- been at war with Eurasia, <laughs> and we always will be <laughs> until we were at war with East Asia. Or Oceana. And then we've always been at war with them. I need to smoke a victory cigarette and put uh-huh. a cork in this cast. I've heard that the uh, chocolate rations have never been higher. <laughs> we've sold way more used copies of Madden this year than ever before. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My $10 package. Well, we have juiced it. It's officially juiced. It's been juiced. A huge amount of data juice in the blender. <laughs> I think we've uh, managed to... Well, okay, not break character. We managed to not break character for like two and a half hours. Except you just broke character. No, I saved it. I pulled it out. That's staying in the cast. <laughs> okay. All right, well, that'll about do it for the show. That'll about do it. I pulled out and over the podcast belly just in time. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Eyes rolled back. Oh. <laughs> I see the stream of silverfish shooting and diving out of the belly button. Uh, oh, God. That's how I love Blue Yonder. I love it like that. <laughs> okay. See well, me. I think that's just about going to do it for this abomination of an ending. 
Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> mentally disturbed right now. I don't know whether to shit myself or go blind. do an atro for this Go cat. buy an EA game, you'll feel better. <laughs> I don't know whether to <laughs> shit myself or buy an EA game. game. Oh god. <laughs> uh, I'll do both. I'm not gonna I'm gonna go on a shit. I'm gonna stop buying the A game and shit myself. And shit in the package and give it back to him. Yeah. That's what uh, the game's edge gives you the ability. You can just shit yourself and they'll just still sell you the game. <laughs> to clean up with a smile. Okay, well that is officially going to do it for this cast. Uh we release Blue Yonder every Wednesday at As uh, well as our bowels. As well as our bowels. And our wallets to EA. Uh, we are on <laughs> iTunes. And this is the greatest outro ever. <laughs> no, no, we're on iTunes. We can use some reviews. Yeah, we're on iTunes. Uh, give us some reviews. We, we, we do crazy shit like this all the time. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. we got to go into the official now. Oh. Or you can visit us on our forums at www.ballmove.com. Dot <laughs> com! Yes. Oh, what the, you can't. You, you're starting to pause for him now. You got to try to. You know. I yeah. You got to pause for him. No, you got to roll was, on so he interrupts you. No, no it's no, become no, a no. thing. It can't be organic. It's, it's got to be manufactured. That's the uh, EA. Yes. Okay. We're EA is paying us comedy. big money for this outro. Uh, it's ten dollars it for every way. dot com. Everything. Yes, it is. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, you're or right. you can visit our. Or you can send us an email at uh, blueyonder at baldmove.com. Or you can reach us by phone at one eight hundred EA is watching. <laughs> I like that. With that said, until next time, I'm Jim Jones, and I am Peter Street. Hey, Ron Hubbard, ciao. Ride 'em, cowboy. <laughs> <laughs>